Everybody, MC Search! a lot of fanfare. Maybe potentially unnecessary fanfare, but a lot of fanfare nonetheless. <laughs> Welcome to the Search Says Podcast. Uh, yeah, that's this guy. Let me adjust my seat second. Yeah, that's much better. Hey, what's up? It's Search. Uh, Pumice T. Mandola, my long term. Homie Scomi, Mr. 50 Grand, Buffalo, New York, stand up. Griselda Records, stand up. <laughs> DJ Wire, stand up. DJ Coles, stand up. WBLK in Buffalo, stand up. Hummus <laughs> T. Mandola, ladies and gentlemen. From nowhere, right? No, no, no. From from somewhere. <laughs> the home of the home of Buffalo Wings, the home of the Buffalo Bills, the Buffalo Sabres. And Bob McAdoo. That's true. So, anyway, welcome to the show. Uh, got a big show. Big, I mean, big, big, big. One big for each one of you. Uh, <laughs> we got uh, basketball great Mario Ellie is going to join us, my homeboy. Got some great stories with him. Maybe, maybe might get him to freestyle. We'll see. And, of course, uh, at 235, 240, we're going to have fun with uh, – Tom Green, uh, an amazing uh, comedian. We're going to be tweaking the show as we go along. We're going to have, hopefully, opportunities for you guys to call in. Uh, you can send me uh, private chats. You can uh, send me questions. We're going to leave this part of the show wide open. Keep it open wide. Um, behind me, you see some of the very cool shirts uh, that we sell at MeltedMikes.com. The next time I do this show, let me see if I can just. Mm. Oh, that's interesting. That's yeah. the vertigo effect. Yeah, I had a little vertigo going on. I just want people to see the incredible shirts you designed, brother. Oh, well, thank um, you. So uh, shout out to Fetty de Blasi. What up, Search? Peace to you, Fetty. Thank you. Um, so I got to tell you, interesting week this week for me. And um, not just because it's Passover and not only because it's Easter. But I've been having these philosophical discussions with homeboys of mine about the idea of the concept of the plagues, right? So we all live in an era where it is, you know, the idea of plagues has kind of been a part of every religion, whether the Quran, whether Old Testament, New Testament, you know, and of course the Torah. And I find it interesting. And this is what I find interesting. So I find it interesting that even if you... I don't care what your personal opinions are of Donald Trump. But if you look at it from a storyline perspective, right? So if Trump is the Pharaoh, right? And he acts like a Pharaoh, like nobody can tell him shit. Like, oh, and I'm sorry, there will be some profanity. So if you have young children watching, every now and then there could be some profanity. So if you believe, if you ha are one of these people where you believe that, um, he acts like a pharaoh. And if act, the more information he gets, the more hard-headed he becomes. We are living in a plague. We're living in a plague society where people are dying very similar to the Egyptians because homeboy wouldn't listen. adjusting while we're working but you know just getting things together so what i've been doing besides you know working on a podcast working on a 
the music company, so on and so forth. There's a philosophy in Judaism called tikkun olam, which means that it's every Jew's responsibility to do what he can in moments like this to heal the world. Teshuvah and tikkun olam are two philosophies in Judaism where it's a Jew's responsibility to heal the world. And my man, Adam Schmidt, shout out to my homeboy, Adam Schmidt and Maxima Apparel, called me three weeks ago and said, homeboy, I got my boss bringing in masks and I don't know what to do with them. I don't have any relationships to get these masks out. Do you have relationships that, you know, this one and that one, this one, that one. And it started at department stores. And through my relationships, I started to realize, like, wait a minute. I got homeboys that might have relationships with governors. So I called my man Darius Rucker and his team, Gus Gussler, and those guys. And they had a relationship with North Carolina. So I got in touch with this dude, uh, Quincy Davis, and the people at North Carolina Emergency Management. We were able to get the state of North Carolina 1.7 million masks, right? And then I spoke to Governor Kemp. And again, like, this is not about politics. I don't, you know, Governor Kemp is a good dude. Like, he's a hip-hop head. I don't mean to blow up. No disrespect, Governor Kemp. Like, I'm not trying to blow up your spot, but you are an old-school hip-hop head. But I called Colt Ford, the country star, and Colt got me in touch with the state of Georgia, and we've been working on getting them masks. And then President Walter Kimrow from the great legendary HBCU, Dillard University, got me in touch with Christina uh, over at uh, Christina Dairies over at North Carolina Emergency uh, Management. And uh, we got them half, uh, half 250,000 masks on the way. So I'm doing my part. And shout out to Michigan. Shout out to New York State. We got uh, them 10,000 masks. We, you know, so I feel like for me, that is how I am doing my best to heal the world. I'm doing the very best I can in my own small way to kind of connect dots and to heal the world and get masks out there. So um, shout out to all the first responders. Shout out to all the people on the front lines who are working to save lives, who are working to do the best they can to stay healthy and to protect themselves in this time of need. Um, but I do feel that there is a biblical sense to what is going on. And I'm not really sure how you guys feel. I'd love to get your questions, comments. Tell me, you know, what you think, um, you know, and hit us here. But I, I do feel there is this kind of um, biblical ramification of this. Um, but thank you to the governors of North Carolina. Thank you to the to Governor Kemp of Georgia. Thank you to the governor and the state of Louisiana for allowing me to be of service. Uh, I will be helping the state of Michigan shortly once I know more. Also, a big, big shout out to my homeboy, Robert Francis, RAF Sourcing, who's been my conduit uh, to help the states. And uh, a big, big shout out to my man, um, Tony Watson, HBC Advisors in Tampa, Florida. Um, love you, brother, and thank you for doing that. Um, and I say this because we all have to do our share today. And, and the other thing I wanted to kind of share with y'all, and, and again, maybe this is me, I've become extremely paranoid about being in open spaces. 
right? And I'm not talking about like I go on walks with my wife, you know, so shout out to my beautiful wife, Chantel. I'm not, that I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about going on walks and all of that. What I'm, what I'm referring to is when I'm in supermarkets or I go to Target or anything else, I have a mask on, I have gloves on. Um, it's not because I'm sick. It's I'm pre- trying to, A, uh, eliminate the spread of my own little, you know, snot bubbles and all of that um, and all little breath bubbles and all of that. Um, because, you know, look, I got a big Jewish nose and there'll be a lot of snot bubbles. It's just it is what it is. But um, I start to walk around people and, you know, you talk about social distancing and all this. Yo, there's dudes like talking on the phone like this. <laughs> Yeah, 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 Mina, ba, 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 yo, homie, ya, da, 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 da. oh my God, oh my, and I'm like, dude, you're spraying your shit all over the place. So much slobber. And I'm like, it gets me, so it gets me tight, like I get tight. So one of the things that happened this last week, um, there was a bus driver in Detroit, um, and shout out to the D, my, my third home. Orlando is my second. Detroit is my third. New York, obviously. Queensboro, stay thorough. Um, but this Detroit bus driver, you know, got on Facebook and said how upset he was that there was someone on his bus coughing. And after he got off his route, he then got on Facebook and started talking about how disrespectful it was for this woman to be coughing on his bus. And unfortunately, he died. And there's no potential correlation between the two. Um, but I kept saying to myself after I thought about this guy dying, I'm like, wait a minute. Why didn't this dude just open up his mouth? Like, if you're so concerned, why don't you open your mouth and tell the lady, hey, can you please cover your mouth? Like, can you, you know... St- there are people on the bus. Why aren't the people on the bus saying something? Hey, cover your mouth, lady. You're making us all potentially sick. And again, we don't have any other follow through. There could have been more people on that bus that got sick, right? So then I hear about a pizzeria person. I don't know if you guys heard this. A, a pizza. Somebody went to buy pizza, coughed. This girl got sick and died. And I go to pick up pizza. At my local place, um, shout out to Stromboli's here in, in Windermere, Florida. And um, I go to pick up my pizza and there's people there. There's two women there with masks. I'm good. And then this dude comes in. And he's obviously a delivery person or, you know, from a company like that. And he's got his phone like this. Blah, 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 blah. And he hands and and I'm like, yo. People don't realize, yo, your, your, your spit doesn't have to be visible. Like, it's microscopic. <laughs> right. And, and here's some science. I'm like, my boy's Grand Poobah and my boy Jamal, and I'm going to drop some science on y'all, all right? The COVID-19 strand is 0.1 micron. I learned that because I'm selling masks now. I'm hustling masks, if you will. You know what I'm saying? So the COVID-19 is like, think of it like a snake. Right. Um, The tail is 0.1 micron, which is smaller than the smallest thing that you can even imagine. But the head of the COVID-19 is 0.4 micron. Right. So it's like 
you know, like a, a snake. So one size is really small. One is really big. Your spittles after you stand oh. up, DJ. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, your spittles, like they can go in the air and affect not only the people that are taking your order, but the people that are making the food behind you. You know what I mean? So like, yo, be, be thoughtful. Stop thinking of yourself. Stop being selfish. You know what I'm saying? Like, stop, like, only thinking about how to, you know, get out, of, get out of your head. So I'm like, I'm straight up and down. I'm getting like, I'm getting real thuggish with people. If I'm in, if I'm in Publix or if I'm in a supermarket and they're talking about social distancing and somebody's coming at me, I'm like, yo, yo, t- especially if they ain't got a mask on, yo, money, turn around right now. Don't come near me. Don't. And I might, listen, again, I might be the most paranoid dude out here, but I am not trying to get sick for nobody who's trying to pick up a bag of M&Ms. That ain't happening. It's not happening. It's not worth it. Nah, it's definitely not worth it. And I feel bad for this bus driver in Detroit, but I feel worse that he didn't say anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and D. Len just said maybe he was afraid of losing his job. How can he lose his job if he is in a bus and he's doing his job as a civil servant and he tells people based on social distancing, based on protection of drivers, protection of the people on the bus and himself to say, excuse me, miss, cough into your elbow, please do not cough out loud i had the same situation let me tell y'all this this is crazy i went to get my physical right i had to take like a gang of tests before i could even walk into my doctor's office i go to do my thing i fasted i go to do my blood work right i'm sitting in the blood lab i'm waiting for my turn there's a woman sitting like a you know sitting down and her son is coughing picking his nose Everything, everything, wiping it on the chair, everything. And only after he finished coughing, she's like, what did I tell you, baby, about covering your mouth? What did I tell you? Now, this is a different situation. I'm not going to ever tell somebody how to parent their kid. Like, that's none of my business. The only time I will step in is if you become physical with your child. If you slap a child in public, then I have the right to say, yo, chill. Do not hit your kid again in front of me. Don't do it. But I don't have the right or the ability to me to tell a parent how to parent their child. If you're saying, baby, cover your mouth after you cough, that should be enough for the kid to remember to cover his mouth when he coughed. But he didn't. He spent 45 minutes coughing up a storm. His mom went back into the lab or went to the bathroom, whatever she did. He sat on the chair, wiped his nose, wiped it on the chair, all types of shit, right? Fine. Now, there's two people sitting across from this. This woman comes in, and she's pregnant, and she's going to get her blood work. And she heads towards those seats where the kid was sneezing up a storm. And I'm looking, and I'm like, oh, wait a minute. And I'm waiting for the two people who are sitting there masks, I mean, 
surgical gloves up to the elbows. And I'm like, yo, do me a favor. Just somebody somebody say, and they didn't. And, I, and as soon as she went over, I said, excuse me, miss, don't sit there. There was a shorty there coughing up his lungs all over the place. And then I went there. I was like, yo, he was digging up his nose. He put it on the chair. <laughs> like, yo, don't sit there. Please, ma'am, don't sit there. And these two people looked over to me like, and then they started nodding, like, yes, he's right. I'm like, yes, I'm right. Yeah, a lot of people have that, like, they, they don't want to chime up. They don't want to chime in. But what, once you do, the, there's a whole comfort of, oh, you know what? He's right. You're right. You have to be that guy. You're from yeah. New York. You could do that. Those it's Floridians, about, they're afraid. It's not, don't know. It's, it's not just Floridians. It's obviously this driver in, in Detroit. It's the people that were on the bus in Detroit. If you see something, say something like, yo, we are not playing right now. Like real talk. It's not a fucking game. It is not a game, people. <laughs> right. So then the receptionist says, oh, thank you so much for saying something. We didn't hear him because of all of the noise behind us. She starts to wipe down the seats. Right. Right. This is part two of my very fucked up story. Right. <laughs> it's a multi-part story. It's a multi-part story. So the people who are sitting there get up because the lady said, excuse me, I, I want to wipe down all the seats. She's wiping down the seats. The lady who was pregnant was very, she said, thank you so much. I said, you're yeah, absolutely no problem. We're all standing up. We're all like, you know, I don't know, 70 feet away from each other. <laughs> That's pretty practicing. Distance. Yeah, it was social distancing. I'm, I'm going to exaggerate a little on the, <laughs> on the distance. I didn't have a tape measure. Um, <laughs> She wipes down the seats and then she tells us now, mind you, this happened Monday. It is now Saturday. I remember this like it was yesterday. She says, please, this is a bleach sanitizer. So please allow this to dry for 10 minutes before you sit down. Right. Fine. So she does one. And I mean, this girl was thorough. Q burrow, thorough legs, arms, seats, da, 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 every Every everything she touched was a new, you know, thing. New this, new that, new this, new that. Ba ba ba, bang 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 bang. These clean. She says we need to wait ten minutes before you sit down. She starts on the second half of the of the seats. Right. She explains to us that the reason we need to sit down is because it takes ten minutes for the bleach to clean to. Eliminate the contamination. Right. To actually kill the germs. It takes And that to long. kill the germs because it's a bleach type of sanitizer. She's cleaning the other side, right? Right. I go on the left-hand side and watch her go and do all of this. An old woman comes through. I'm talking about old. <laughs> like social security number in the double digits old and she's on a walker she got earpieces i mean her son is bringing her in she's there for a reason right these right. seats are wet where do you think she goes to sit she's gonna <laughs> go on the website and i'm looking around again and nobody's saying nothing and she's and i said miss excuse me miss you can't sit there. Please sit on the other side. You can't. You, you're not allowed to sit there. And the people dude don't, first people don't at, like that. And the first and, and then her son looks at me like I'm a, like he's about to set it on me like <laughs> Jimmy Buffett style. Like he went to Margaritaville and he had a few. Right. <laughs> and this and this lady, she can't hear nothing. She's just looking around. Right. 
And then the nurse says, yes, no, sir, he's right. We just wiped these down. Please go. You can. And then she says, you can all sit on the other side now. Right. Right. And the old woman sits down. Yo, my numbers were through the roof. I was literally. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to say this and then I'm going to just drop it. All right. The two people that were over here were young people and they were not of color. Let's just put it that way. Yo, I was going to snatch their masks down and cough in a motherfucking mouth. Like I was like, really? Y'all really, you don't have the common courtesy to just, you know, you watching, you know, and you're not doing nothing. Don't suffer in silence, please. People, if you see something, say something, don't be afraid. I think the number one reason people don't say something is because they feel like they don't know. They feel like they maybe don't have a lack of knowledge. Yeah, that's true. There's a lot of misinformation. Right. Or... They're trying to mind their business. If you mind your business, people could die. Like, be clear about that. This is not like an, a, a blah, blah, blah moment, meaning it's not like, oh, you know, he might have just put too much salt on his pizza. I don't know if I should. Maybe he <laughs> likes salt on his pizza. I don't know. Like, And then they throw up on their pizza and they were like, "Ah, I should have said something. I don't want to offend this person. I'm going to keep it to myself. Thank you, Pumice. Yo, if you see something, say something like, yo, now is not the time to fuck around, people. Like now is not the it is not (laughs) a game, people. (laughs) It is not a game. Hey, do you want to talk to Grillo today? I would love to talk to Grillo. I want to talk to Grillo and I want to talk to Balls. What Grillo. Up, Yo, first of all, congratulations, Grillo, on your, your deal with Tom, Tim Sabian. He's a genius. Yeah. Second of all, I'm looking at you kind of close. It looks like you got an edge up, which means you might have left the crib. No, so I'm, in my, uh, I got, I'm in my apartment. So how did you get so clean? Like, how is the face so clean? Like, how did you get such a clean I edge up? Shower. <laughs> no, man, uh, I got a straight razor. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. uh yeah no it's funny you said there's a lot of shit that's uh that happened to me that happened to you i was uh you know i'm, I'm the i'm an essential worker because I, I do beer and liquor sales so um oh you're essential together. let's be clear you're very essential getting that beer and liquor to people right now well, yeah, we also do water and soda so we got that too if you were doing weed you'd be the most important man in brooklyn right now no shit no shit so i'm uh i'm uh, my territory is down in alphabet city in uh, uh lower east side and um, so I, I was at a supermarket. The line wasn't that long. So I said, you know, I got like three masks on. I got hand sanitizer. I'm constantly spraying my hands. And uh, I'm next in line and I'm unloading my groceries. And, you know, there's the impulse items that are right there, all the gummy bears and shit. So I'm, I got my head down leaning over the basket. And some woman with no mask comes like, face to face with me to go grab a fucking thing of gummy bears, bro. I'm like, yo, back up back up and she like Puerto Rico girl she sucked her teeth at me like the fuck you talking about back up I was like this shit is fucking real that's why people are getting sick because people don't pay attention to what the fuck's going on they think it's not gonna happen to them and their foolishness is gonna give up a fucking hospital bed to somebody that fucking needs it that, that was a healthcare worker like these fucking Hasids down all they all fucking gathering they're taking yep. up hospital beds that people fucking need. It wasn't their fault that they fucking got the, that they got it. They maybe they got it by accident. They got it because a fool like you wasn't fucking paying attention. You're fucking right. 
You're damn right. And, You're absolutely right. Here's the other thing, too. I, I, um, I went up, I, I went upstate. I brought my motorcycle down to the city so I could get back or fall so I'd take the subway. And a bunch of my friends were all going to go for a, a ride, meet up and go for a ride. And I said, you know what? I've seen some of the most experienced motorcycle people go down over something stupid. I said, you really want to be in a hospital right now? I don't care how good you think you are. People will fall. I said, it's selfish for us to go out and have a good time right now because we want to get together and ride because the weather's finally nice. But if one of us goes down, we're taking away a hospital bed from somebody. And you know what? They're going to stick you in the utility closet because you were fucking, they, they, you, you were told to stay home, but you went out to have fun. I was like, no, nah, guys, you do what you want, but I think that's just stupid. No, you're absolutely right, man. Grillo, thank you. Obviously, Aftershocked. Aftershock XL is going to be on iHeart soon, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We're gonna work. We're working on that this week. Uh, hopefully, the website. Um, I did Stuttering John's podcast on Streamyard, and uh, I had my producer look into it. He thinks it's great, so I'm going to be on here as well. We oh, just gotta cool. out, yeah, so we got to figure out uh, exactly. I'll have the Grillos Aftershock website up. You can listen to the old shows, the ones that we that you came on, and um, so uh, you can be able to click and listen on that. I'll, I'll have everything up on YouTube. And uh, I'll have a big uh, announcement hopefully this week. That's oh, great, you know what's dope? You just why you gotta love this city. And if you go to my Facebook page, you can watch every night at seven o'clock. I go on my roof deck, and the city just erupts, bro. Erupts with people banging pots and pans, whistling, clapping, woo! And it's all for the frontline healthcare workers, all for the doctors, all for the police, all for the sanitation, all for the people that are in the bodegas and, and fucking Dwayne Reed that come to work every day and risking their lives so we can fucking put food on our table. And the, the, the whole fucking place goes nuts. It's wild. I would love to show. I, you know what? I'll uh, I'll I'll call you. I'll figure out a way I can call you. You can listen. It's fucking insane. Dude, nah, I want you to tape that shit so I can show it next week on the show. Can you tape okay, it? Yeah, it's on my Facebook page, man. I promise you, I promise you can go pull up. Every night at 7 o'clock, I go to my roof. I go live. Just to so, everybody go crazy. It's, it's, dude, it's, I get choked up every night. Make sure you broadcast that. We got to see it. All right. Go to my Facebook page. Probably there. <laughs> see, yo, but what I'm really pissed about, like, yo, he's fucking self-promoting. I'm telling him, give me the fucking content. And he's self-promoting his own shit. Like, yo, I want the content for my show. Can I can oh, I live? Can oh, I oh, eat? Can I live? Grillo, can I fucking live? Can I eat? Yo, what am I a fucking joke you? Just be our man in the street, Grillo. Exactly Don't you understand right. how this like, works? Yo, yo, if 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 Colin Quinn could be the man in the street for David Spade, why can't Grillo be my man in the street for the search show? Fuck yeah. You know I'm down for that shit. Cool. Searches, he's, so uh, he's freezing. Aftershock oh, XL, iHeart. He sold out to the big team, but he's getting that big PayPal. Hopefully, Tim Sabian is a great, great producer, great manager. So, yo, I know you're going to get that check. Yeah, that was my uh, ex-wife just calling me. Uh, she, she fucking loves you. So, all right, all right I'll let you guys go. Okay, we got to get to Tom Green. He's freezing up there for some reason. But, um, promise, pull that shit off my Facebook page. We'll do what we can. All right, guys. All right, thanks. Thank you. All right, later. The great Steve Gorilla. Gorillo. Thank you, brother.